Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fate Me. And thank you for joining us as always. And that's a winner. Yes, you can make it back. To back, to back, to back, to back, to back. Winning days on the podcast. Don't worry, I won't have to say that much longer. The winning streak normally doesn't go past six. But it's a good run for us here on the podcast. Wednesday night, well, we pulled one out of the fire. We got San Diego State to get it into overtime against Colorado State. Then they managed to cover the four and a half. That kept the streak alive. And then on Thursday, we had a good day. So let's recap the winning card for you. We go three and one on the handicap. We cash on Michigan State minus the three. We cash on Utah minus the three and a half. We cash on Long Beach State minus the three. Our lone loser was on Wright State minus the three and a half. They dug a big hole in the first half. They tried to battle back, but it was too little too late. They fell short. Then on Twitter, thank you for the votes and thank you for the winner. You back Michigan State, so we get to cash on the Spartans times two. And oh, by the way, on Twitter now, you're on a very nice seven and three run. So my bankroll thanks you. And once again, as always, thank you for voting on Twitter. Then our OPP plays are currently one and one. We cash on UC Irvine minus the two and a half over Hawaii. Our loser was on Minnesota. Yes, I backed my Golden Gophers plus 13 and a half. They scored 39 points for the game. Not very good. Yeah, that was a bad bet on my part. Then we have one wager still pending. I'll update the show notes once it goes final, but we have Arizona State plus the five against UCLA. If we get that one home, we make $62 on the day. If we lose that one, we'll make $22. So now we'll get to the card for Friday. But before we do so, on Better Edge, don't forget to reserve your spot for our Super Bowl prop bet battle royale. A hundred entries are available. It's a $25 entry fee. $100 has been added to the payout. It is a winner take all. If we fill it up, it'll be $2,600 to the winner. It's not a bad payday. Don't forget, first-time users can get a free $20 just for signing up. Now let's get to the card for Friday. It's a small slate of games, but the games we do have are really good. So let's start in the Mountain West. It is New Mexico, minus the two and a half over Boise State. So here's an age-old question. Do two wrongs make a right? I don't know, but I'm going to do it tonight. I'm going to break multiple rules with this play. Number one, I never like to flip my handicap on a team after I lost against them. So I back San Jose State at New Mexico this week. The Lobos crushed me by 20. And now I'm going to come back and bet on the Lobos. That's a no-no. I don't like to do it, but I'm going to do it. Number two, well, I'm going against the numbers here. The numbers tell me that this game should be a pick'em or even Boise State favored by one. The Broncos rank 11th in defensive efficiency. That's really impressive, by the way. They give up just 60.6 points per game, and they've won five straight games, including beating Nevada last time out. Meanwhile, New Mexico and Richard Patino, they've won three straight games, beating Oral Roberts, a really good basketball team, San Diego State, a really good basketball team, and San Jose State. 
The Lobos can score. They average almost 82 points per game. The House-Mashburn 1-2 combo is excellent, and they're shooting almost 49% on the season. It's a late tip time. It's the number one team in the conference coming in. The pit will be rocking tonight. So I'm going to buy into the hype and the emotion. Give me the Lobos, minus the two and a half at home over Boise State. Next up, we head to Madison Square Garden. It is St. John's minus the four over Villanova. So the numbers say that this is actually a bucket light. It should be a six-point line. I can't believe that's possible. Villanova actually won the first meeting, 78-63. to The Red Storm really struggled shooting in that game. They shot only 36% from the field. That's likely the last game that we saw a confident Villanova, though. Since then, they've lost five of seven games, with the only two wins in that stretch coming against Georgetown, who hasn't won a conference game in two years. It's possible that Villanova will get their confidence back against a team that they had success against just a few weeks ago, but it's also possible that St. John's is finally playing up to their potential again with very unselfish play. If the team that I watched play at UConn and win on Saturday shows up tonight, it's lights out at the Garden. Something, though, just doesn't feel right about it, but I'm going to stay the course and back St. John's minus the four over Villanova. Next up, we head to the MAC. Oh, boy, get ready from, for some scoring here. It is Toledo minus the four and a half at Buffalo. So this one's going to light up the scoreboard. I'll tell you that much. Toledo averages 84.8 points per game. Buffalo averages 79.9 points per game. Both teams give up 77 or more. Yes, it's going to be up and down track meet. Toledo ranks 13th in the country in offensive efficiency. Both teams are 3-2 and two in the MAC. Toledo's losses have been to 5-0 and oh Kent State, 4-1 and one Ball State. Buffalo's losses have been to 2-3 and three Central Michigan and 1-4 and four Miami of Ohio. I still think Toledo's the second best team in the MAC. In a high-scoring affair like this, I just want to get the winner. I think there's going to be a ton of points, so I'm going to take Toledo, the Rockets, minus the 4.5 at Buffalo. Then the final game on the card for you is in the Atlantic 10, and it's a good one. It's Richmond plus the two against VCU. So it's the Capital City Classic between Richmond and VCU. VCU won both in the regular season last year, but Richmond got the one that mattered the most. They knocked VCU out of the A-10 tournament in March. VCU is rolling, four straight wins, 14-5 and five overall, and 5-1 and one in the Atlantic 10, including a win at Dayton. Richmond is 11 and 8 overall, 4 and 2 in the A10. Both teams play excellent D, giving up just 64 points per game. Richmond has played the tougher overall schedule. They have the best player on the floor in that Burton kid, and they have the home court edge. Give me the Spiders at home, plus the two over VCU. So let's recap your card for a Friday. We're on New Mexico, minus the two and a half over Ball State. I'm on St. John's, minus the four over Villanova. I'm on Toledo, minus the four and a half at Buffalo, and I'm on Richmond, plus the two over VCU. So that's your card for a Friday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cash some tickets together. Good luck, everyone. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. 
Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.